Hey guys, this is Cloud Queen 08. You're listening to Session Share. I'm here with Rib Sauce. Rib Sauce, let the people know you're here. Hey everybody. <laughs> and today we're going to be talking about our little road trip over to LA. About a, really just an hour away. Like only two hours because of traffic, three actually. But yeah, a but long we, road trip. <laughs> we did make a little mission, a small little mish over to LA for Comic-Con last weekend. And we just wanted to talk to you guys about it. Um, our cat is like dying to get inside the room right now. He does not enjoy when we leave him out of activities ever. He does not like it. All right, Bumpy, come on in. All right, Bumpy, will you address the people? Bumpy, no. Hi. All right. Nah, he's a prude. He's not gonna address you guys. Sorry, Ken fam. Anyways, so we went to Comic Con LA. And we had a whole bunch of super duper fun. It was, it was really a lot of walking, fun, though. I was just, like, super excited that we got to go. Because I've been wanting to go to Comic-Con for so long. We did try to get into the San Diego Comic-Con, but it was like, no way, no how. Well, I didn't know you need a membership. Like, <laughs> you have to, like, sign up in advance to try to get a badge. Yeah, I had no idea. But now I know, because after going to this Comic-Con, that's... The first thing we did in the car while we were driving back. Membership, new membership, please let me get a member ID, Comic-Con San Diego, yeah. please. Okay, got it. All right, we'll send you an email when you can buy tickets, if you can. Yep, so that hopefully this next time around, we'll be talking about San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah, because that was like the diamond of everything. All the other ones, like LA Comic-Con. They even I found out they have one in Long Beach coming up that if we really wanted to, we could go to that one. But it's pretty much like the LA, just a smaller, like, uh, fun, like form of it with smaller name companies. Like, they do have some Marvel stuff there, but it's not, like, the big Marvel, not the movies. It's not the headliners stuff. all the time, you know. What I mean? They did have a lot of really good actors come out, though. I was really surprised with who showed up. But we even had to pull a mish before our mish, remember? That's why I called it a mission. Because before that, remember, we went first to the card shop, and then they didn't have, like, the right, they didn't have the right person to like, get yeah, the card. Yeah, the, the worker there. So, like, oh, so let yeah. the people know what kind of cards you were trying to get first. I'm going to get me some Yu-Gi-Oh cards, because I always get me Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Yes, Rib is obsessed with Yu-Gi-Oh. Rib loves Yu-Gi-Oh. So I went to go get some Yu-Gi-Oh cards, and the guy's like, oh, do you have a list or something? So I'm like, yeah, here's my list of the cards I'm trying to get. Like five different cards. No biggie. He's like, all right. So we sat there waiting for like 20 minutes while he was checking the list, seeing if they have it on his computer, showing me the price Legit and everything. 20 minutes. And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, it's not too expensive. Cool. Goes in the back, comes back two seconds later. Oh, yeah, the guy that knows Yu-Gi-Oh cards, he'll, he'll be here another 20 minutes. You want to wait? Well, why'd you make me wait 20 minutes just to tell me to wait another 20 minutes? So Rip Sauce was like, now? And just, like, walked out? Wasted my <laughs> goddamn time. So then we still had to wait for our, com- our compañero to accompany us at the card shop by the time we were done he still oh, yeah. wasn't even there he whose name we cannot say <laughs> he like whose name cannot, yeah he <laughs> whose name cannot be mentioned um so while we were waiting for him we decided to do some card dabs and those are posted on the instagram already if you guys haven't seen it but that's when we did the little bit of card 
car dads to keep us going. And then I hurt myself, like always. Yeah, Rib always knows just exactly how to burn himself in the weirdest places. He burned himself on the inside of his bicep. Because I touched the torch somehow while I was taking my dab. I don't know how I did it. It just happened. Freaking Rib. We'll always find a way. And then, so we drove to the vape shop to get my stuff. We had to run to Target to get a few things, and then we went all the right. way back to, to the card shop. Because that's what made me even more mad after the card shop. I still can't find my backpack from Colorado. But it's okay, because the new backpack was like the a underwear gnomes one. took it. The underwear gnomes took it in the middle of the night to hold all your underwears in. Dude, I was going to take, because I wanted a backpack so I could get a bunch of goodies at Comic-Con and throw it in there so I didn't have to carry a bunch of random bags. Yeah, and I wasn't carrying a bag at all. I did, I'd made that decision that Rib would carry a backpack yeah. and I would carry nothing. And I was fine <laughs> with that, but I couldn't find my backpack. I was like, no, no, I don't want to carry anything. So we pulled that little mesh. Then we go to the hotel. And then we finally go to Comic-Con, which we really only got to see one event because it was kind of later in the day when we got there. Yeah, it was pretty... Plus, it even started pretty late. It was only like a five-hour function, I think. Yeah, it started from one to eight. Like, I was like, yeah, it was like seven. But we got there like with three, four hours left, maybe. Yeah. We got the most expensive food truck fucking food in the world. Dude. I was like, oh my god, is this beef made out of like filet mignon? What the hell? At least we actually got like multiple, multiple food for our price. Our buddy got like one piece of food i think it was like a quesadilla, a quesadilla right with like yeah uh, no grilled cheese oh uh, the grilled cheese but but the one with the, with the, the bulgogi meat. in it yeah and then a drink and his was like almost as much as what we got and we got like four or five different items yeah we got the spam asubi you got the plain grilled cheese we got nacho tater tots Dude, the tater tots were loaded with a bunch of munchies and then i got deep fried dumplings yeah, and, th- and then we went and got our two drinks from the vending machine because we didn't want to buy drinks from them. Yeah, I looked at their drinks. It was like $8. I was like, $8 for what? Is that from like the holy fountain of life? What it's the like hell? 90% ice and 10% drink. No, thank you. No, thank you. Not worth my $8. Oh, and then I also got rice balls. Yeah. Yeah, those rice balls were so good. Like, they had bulgogi in it as well. Like, at least it wasn't too bad. We had variety, at least. <laughs> We had variety, at least, but damn, it was expensive. Yeah, we never went to the, the food trucks after that. It's we all made a pact at the like, table. No we all made a pact at the table. We are like, never again when we come out to these food trucks. Never again when we make this mistake. <laughs> Seriously. Because <laughs> what do you do? Like, when you get that total, you're just going to be like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, it's like, no, thank you. Like, you're hungry, so you have no choice. Yeah, I have too much pride to be like, yeah. I'm too poor for that. No, I'm okay. Like, oh, 75 bucks for two tacos? That's nothing. Take my 75. Yeah, and ours came out to like $52. That's why I was like, oh! <laughs> And even though I did that, and the lady was like, oh! And then I was like, no, it's good. It's good. It's good. That's my reaction when things are low, because I've got money in the bank, boo boo. <laughs> I was trying to play it off, but then she told me the total. I was like, ah! Dude, that's how it gets you, man. It's always gets you. Overpriced everything. I was looking at her like, you do realize rice is like the most inexpensive thing on this planet, right? And you charge him $52 for some rice and meat? I got a grilled cheese. Like, come on. It's just two slaps of bread and a 
piece of cheese. Oh my god, I was so glad we made that pack because I was like, I can't believe we just paid fifteen two dollars for all this food. <laughs> <laughs> but and then we even paid. What did we pay for this awesome mix, uh, volume three? mystery box that i got was it 50 i think we 40? paid 50 dollars. we paid 50 dollars for that as well and we got way more shit oh, dude. It, <laughs> yeah they, they weren't lying when you said like you get almost a hundred dollar worth of items oh there. yeah we got so much cool things from that mystery box uh, at that point i'd rather starve and just get a whole bunch of goodies yeah and then really other than the mystery box booth that we hit up the only other thing that we the, saw the that night bears. was the teddy bear one well, there's a one comic book, a new comic book we saw, mm-hmm. Valiant. They gave us a free poster, and pretty much it was about um, a superhero who lives in a city, like, obviously, where there's bad guys and stuff, but there's other superheroes, and the main superhero, who, he's kind of just, like, a dick, doesn't really care, but he he's the best superhero they got. Oh, yeah. So, like, the guy, Valiant, wants to take over, like, obviously wants to become the better hero, because he has that, like, Captain America... Yeah pride and I'm i felt like man. that i felt like that author the way that he was describing like the superhero that the town has now he's like oh he's just a jerk and like blah blah yeah. i was like i wanted to ask him like so who's this jerk in your life <laughs> Dude, he's still your woman i've been told that i asked really prying questions right off the bat so i've been trying to refrain <laughs> but that was really what i wanted to do i wanted to be like so this superhero that's a jerk that the city has now what, what is he based off of? Who is he to you? Huh? Who's bullying you in your life? Tell me. Tell me everything. <laughs> so then who's the nerdy loser superhero? I'm assuming, you're the, I'm assuming you're the nerdy loser superhero that's trying to replace him. So, hmm? Who are you trying to replace, bruh? You trying to replace Marvel? Is that what you're trying to say to me right now? You're trying to say Marvel's a jerk? If you're trying to say DC, then I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna I'm gonna ponder with you and we can do it. But if you're gonna try to say Marvel, I'm gonna be like, oh, no, yeah. absolutely not. Ba, ba, ba. But oh. DC, we could talk about. It. But like, yeah, let's talk about how DC's a jerk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you so pitched them one. Right of, did you pitch them one of your comic books and they Why said no? Like they DC? thought it was dumb. So then now you got Valiant. Is that what this is? I want to know the back the backstory of how you started this comic book. <laughs> but then he'd be like. Uh, I, it was cool. I just wanted to give you a free poster and I'd be like, oh, okay, two, see you later. You give me two work like this never happened. Sorry. Uh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you didn't ask that. Oh my God. No, I've been keeping my questions to myself lately. With the teddy bears. I know we said that, but we're going to talk about it. Like, teddy bears are so freaking cool because it's a web series comic, an online yeah. comic book that you could uh, read. I don't know if it's going to be subscription-based or free because they're still in the process of doing it, but they actually have all their characters and, like, their, uh, what would it, like, their pre-panels of the comic before it's printed. I don't, I don't even know, like, the rough draft of the final draft because it still has, like, Did it even have that, words? Yeah, well, because I was looking on their website. Yeah. So it has, like, a preview of, like, uh, their comics. Just not, like, fully colored, but it's all drawn and then... It has the, their dialogue. It's like a couple pages of so it. So what is the dialogue like? Because I haven't even seen yeah, that. It's, so it's just like, it show like four or five of the teddy bears. I can't remember how many. But they're all different types anyways. And like, the comic, they just it starts off as just like them in a post-apocalyptic type of uh, wasteland. Like, they, like their city is all like bombed and fucked up, fire and everything. And no shit, like they're cussing at it. 
in like they're cussing in the comic book from what I was reading. These cute little teddy bears. Yeah. That we saw? Well, they all have weapons and stuff, <laughs> and like each one is based off if anyone plays like RPG type based video games where there's different classes and each class has different weapons and skills and powers or whatever. Like your tank, your mage, your assassin, your rogue, and stuff like that. So yeah, and all the different characters are based like that. So that's what, like, the rest of the comic's gonna be, is these four or five, I can't remember how many, uh, characters are pretty much like a video game going and probably doing quests or missions, but I don't know what the whole main plot is yet. All I know is just, like, cute. the world ending so or something. So it's cute little teddy bears that have been turned deadly in a post-apocalyptic world, and they're fighting to survive. Seems like it. And I'm pretty sure they're going to probably take over. They were so cute, started this. <laughs> they look so well, the, cute. The, the one button. that looked like Wolverine, he just looked like a little brown teddy bear. And then he just had, like, Wolverine claws out of him. I was like, oh, look at you, little murderous thing. I like the little button we got, the one that had the little cute teddy bear. And with the little dinosaur. With the little stuffed animal dinosaur. Yeah. But then they're all evil after that. Like, so cool. And then they gave us a sticker for... for following them on instagram yep and then our buddy who name we shall not speak whose name shall not be named i wanted to do what he did but i i, I couldn't it has too much of a conscience <laughs> every day after that on saturday and sunday he kept going to the same booth and getting a free button and sticker because obviously they don't remember any person that goes there like realistically they don't remember everybody really it's so many people going in and around so he just kept going there. I think on Sunday he went twice. But I was going to do it on Saturday. But he brought his daughter. And I was just like, ah, oh, I can't take candy from a kid. Like, I just feel bad. And then on the last day, on Sunday, it was both his daughters because he wasn't there. I still can't do that. It's even worse. Like, so I ended up buying a poster. You ended up buying something, too. I was like, did you end up giving them money? He's like, yes. It was more of a guilt trip, yeah. <sighs> But on Saturday, we did get to see some really great panels. So Saturday was panel day. But we found our panel that we did see on Friday, the Tenacious B one. Yes, the post-apocalyptic. I felt like Friday was like a really post-apocalyptic theme for us in general. Yeah. Because of the teddy bears and then the, the Tenacious B thing, which was really hilarious. Yes, that was really funny. Jack Black drew a cock for all of us in like under what did he say a minute uh, yeah he was like most people usually take 18 20 minutes to you know really make a detailed nice cocky drawing then he starts showing it all to the crowd and then he re he starts seeing the little kid faces in the crowd and he's like oh my gosh i just realized this is an all ages audience what am i doing <laughs> and then while he's talking he starts making it into a, a paper airplane and throws it to the crowd crowd later on and i'm pretty sure a kid got it I was like, oh my goodness, this is too much, this is too much. But pretty much what they were there to explain was their new uh, web series that is on YouTube, and it's called Post-Apocalyptic, and it's pretty much where Jack Black and Kyle, what is his last name? I can never think. I, want, I don't want to say. Cages or gases? Kyle Gas, Cage Gas, something like that. I don't know. He's not the main character. I'm sorry. Jack Black is known for a lot. That's why I can remember his name. But it's pretty much about them. We saw Kyle the, Gass. Yeah, Kyle Gass? Kyle okay. Gass. We only saw the first uh, episode of it because honestly, you have to be really, really high. Like, really? Not because to it's hate really on just it, like, but... It's really just like uh, still frame 
2D just drawings that look like a sixth grader drew them. Yeah. And then it's just still frame of like two dudes on the couch and then they're like, oh, what are we going to do? We got to pay our rent. We're behind on rent. And then they decide to pay their rent that they're going to do a daredevil motorcycle stunt show. Yeah, they so jump then while, over a yes. pool of sharks <laughs> on their little motorcycle. Yes. And so then after, while they're doing that stunt, a bomb drops from the sky. They run into a 1950s Frigidaire refrigerator. And that was inspired from that one movie that, the dude that plays Indiana Jones. Yeah, because they so pretty much like that whole first episode was based off like movies that inspired them because they even showed us a, a little the film clip. they did yeah. and it was just all old school movies that inspired them, but it was always the funniest and quirky clips. parts. We probably saw like fifty different clips of the. I'm too old for this. Yeah, because <laughs> they even use that in the first episode when they do their their daredevil jump over and the jumping pool. Over the park, the I'm too old shark. for this shit. I'm way too old for this shit. So they jump inside the frigidaire refrigerator. Bomb drops, and then they're able to somehow open it after the bomb, and it's like disarray post-apocalyptic dystopia just completely destroyed destroyed <laughs> human skeletons two-headed dogs aliens walking around it's just like horrible and then they even like the two-headed dog they found i think they is call it kyle, kyle sake wants to keep it right yeah, he's like, can we keep it yes we shall name it hope and then jack brack jack black i'm sorry breaks into song about how they will save the world with hope yeah, and they're just singing. Obviously, that's like probably the best part of it is when they sing. Just like in Tenacious D, they'd be singing during the movie. Yes. Like, that was honestly the best part. So, I'm pretty sure the rest of the series will be like that. But you have to be really, really high to, I guess, watch it throughout the whole series. I don't know. It was still cool enough to watch. I watched it twice. It was pretty cool. But that was pretty much all of Friday. And then... Saturday was pretty much our all-day panel day because there are so many different panels uh, that we wanted to see. And I think the very first one we saw was the... Was it Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? It was Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's the first one. And I love Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, I know, at least for me, the first two, halfway through the three, third seasons were super boring. I had to, like rewatch it like twice to actually get into it but after that it took off for me and it was really really good but they brought one of the main main characters grant ward i don't i can't remember his actual name i don't remember i remember that the other woman's name is mallory yeah and she played ada and i think this was she was in the fourth season and if you haven't seen the show and or you don't care about spoilers or whatever then you can still listen or whatever but uh she was she she was uh, a, computer a computer program, kind of like Ultron in the movie, but she was put in a a world that was a simulated world, kind of like in Sims or something like that. And a lot of the people, the agents of of Agent Shield, they were trapped and put into that simulation, and it totally like made their life completely do, uh, different, and they had no. Uh, idea of their past life or their actual real life and a lot of them were stuck in that augmented reality because they think it is their life so it was brett dalton that's who plays grant ward oh uh, see and he was my favorite too because he had so many different 
personalities because they gave him so many different roles. And I think that's so cool when someone can play so many roles so well that you're just like, dude, I'm so convinced that now this dude is evil. Okay, now I'm convinced that he's good. Okay, now I just don't know what the fuck is going on because he plays everything so well. <laughs> yeah, because one minute he's really good, like you said, and you think he's bad. Like in the, the beginning next, of the series when I was watching it with you, he was like the he was like the um by the book, like we have to do it this way. I don't like it breaking the rules. Like there's protocols, Boy there's Scout chain of it. command. Yeah, it's like total Eagle Scout, like kind of like the poo poo of the party. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you find out he's Hydra. I was like, what? He's a sleeper agent. It's crazy. But then, like, it started to seem like he was kind of used for that, so he really didn't know. Mm -hmm. But then the whole simulation came into next, and then in that, he was a good guy again. It's like his character kept switching, but he was so good at it. And then... And he even commented saying that he liked doing that. Yeah. Refreshing the role and not and not playing, like, the same stagnant character all the time. Especially he really isn't, like, the, the by-the-book kind of role. And, like, that's not who oh, he yeah, is in life. He was talking about shaving. He, he hated having to be clean-shaven. He was like, I just felt like a baby. So, like, he liked when he was, like, playing those bad boy roles because he got to grow some scruff, some bad boy scruff. He got to be a little bit himself. Because <laughs> even, like, when he was just doing his panel, he was so funny because he kept trying and to And that's really not any of the roles that he played in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that I really got to see where he's, like, a comedic character. Did you get to see something not like that? Not that, like... Cause he's like, really he did funny. have some parts in there, but he wasn't, like, the comedy relief in the show. Like, that wasn't him. Yeah, he was... no, he's really funny. But, like, like yeah, the panel, he kept trying to get, what's her name again? Mallory. He kept trying to get her to sing. Yeah, Mallory Jansen. And that's because she was in something called Gallivant. I have no idea what that is. Gallivant was a, it, I remember I tried to watch it. It was a TV series, and it was supposed to be, like, a spoof on, like, other, um, pretty much other Broadway shows or musicals. Oh, okay. And so she was the queen in that. And she she actually sings. So she's a really good singer. So that's why he was trying to get her to sing uh, one of the songs that she did on Gallivant. Okay, yeah. Cause I, I couldn't even tell you that movie. Yeah. I had never even heard of it. Like, besides you telling me you're talking about it. Yeah. No, and I tried to watch the first episode, but I fell asleep. Cause that's what happens. <laughs> good music always puts me, like, right to sleep when I'm really relaxed. <laughs> I guess that's good in a sense. Like, it's a good way to relax. Yeah. To super relax, I guess. Yeah. And then the second panel that we got to see after that one was the um, Runaways. Marvel Runaways. And they only had two of the kids. They had Nico and then the girl that is with the dinosaur. With dinosaur? No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she, she's the one with the glasses and she has a sister in the show as well. Because the sister is the adopted one, right? The sister Molly is the adopted one. Yeah, and she's the the Molly gets the super strength. So yeah, so her sister has like a pet dinosaur that like they have an uh, emotional connection. Like they could feel, like they could talk to Something each other through like thoughts that. or by feelings or a something telepathic like that. connection. Yeah, there you go. That's the word for it. Mm. So and she so, was there. So those two kids were there, and then the rest of them were the parents, but yeah. only the one dad. Yeah, he was. It was. Yeah, it was all girls and uh, one guy or one boy was uh, the dad of the. He was the dad of the, the, the main superhero, and he's not even. It's funny because, he doesn't have any powers. He's just really, really smart. He's the one that went from gangster to business. Yeah, that's what the dad did. Yeah, that's what the dad did. So he was like, like the Biggie Smalls. 
You know what I mean? He used to run the streets and then he gave up running the streets and he went like to business where he was like still dirty. Yeah, because they ended up doing something really bad anyway, sacrificing people. Even though he supposedly went clean, it was for a, a higher bad purpose. That was the whole reason why he gave up the streets was so that he can control something better. Yeah. And then the his wife was well his wife in the show was there as well, and then the redhead mom. Yeah, and she she was pregnant too, right? Yeah, she was super pregnant was too. Really I was pregnant. like, dude, I wonder if she was pregnant during the filming. Cause well, well, that'd be kind of weird. Cause I wonder what kind of story they end up doing if she was pregnant. Cause of the what's the main main bad guy. The, the leader or god of them or whatever. I can't The one they remember. sacrifice kids for. So, like, maybe he impregnated her with something. I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait for I don't season think two. So. I don't think that's going to come up at all. I'm trying to look it up so that we can actually tell everyone who we're talking about. I know. I'm so bad at names. You could ask me all the names of the shows I watch, and I'm really bad unless they're, like, the main character, and I've been watched the show, like, the past five days ago or something but no it was really cool i still enjoyed it because so it was a it was aurelia bearer and she plays gertrude yorks so that's the one with the dinosaur and i remember she had like uh dyed hair right like purple streaks in it or something like a purple spot or different color she was more like the punk goth yes well no the goth one was nico and she was there that's lyrica okano so okay. she was there as well. Nico was there. And then it's the parents of Alex Wilder. Yeah, that he's were the there. one. So that's... Jeffrey Wilder, who's uh, actually Ryan Sands in real life. And then Catherine Wilder, who's played by Angela Parker. Okay. Or Angel Parker, sorry. Angel Parker. <laughs> and then Close Bridget, Bridget, Bre- Bridget Brennan, uh, who plays yeah, Stacey Yorks, was there. That's the pregnant one, right? No, no, that's not the pregnant no. one. We're. The pregnant oh, yeah. one was Annie. She looks different in her picture right there. Because she has darker hair. She does not have red hair. Okay. That's why she looks different. She plays Leslie Dean. And then Brittany was there as well, playing the one that plays Nico's mom. Yeah. And then the one that you're talking about, the bad guy, is Julian McMahon. I don't know who. Yeah, I can't remember his name, his name that he's there played. Either. That's weird. <laughs> he's also he, should, he who shall not yeah, be Yeah, I guess named. we're not supposed to know his name. I guess he's like Voldemort. Yeah, I'm pretty much... Because Ryan Sands was the only male there, it was a very big, it was a very heavily, like, dominated uh, feminist talk the whole time. Which I don't really, I don't, I'm not against, I'm not against it at all. But I just felt like I had no idea what the heck um, Ariella was saying when she said <laughs> so that. I said Ariella <laughs> I can't really pronounce her name, I guess that's why. But when she was talking about, like, existing in a public space is so fortunate, I was like, what? Yeah. Don't we all exist in a public space? I'm not going to comment. Like, it was cool. I'm just happy. I think I just don't understand those kinds of wordings, and maybe that's why. That goes, like, beyond me, because I'm like, dude, we all human. Let's just stick to all being human. All I took from it, which, which I'm good for, like, again, I'm not hating or anything. All I took was that they were happy that their show was more based on the woman roles and taking the lead instead of them being the sidekicks. Yeah. And that's cool. Like, that's why I have nothing against it. Which and I'm totally all for. Cool. Women dominating the world. As we should be. <laughs> like I said, I have nothing against it. Please don't hate me and say I hate women. I don't. I swear. I love women. <laughs> yeah. 
And I just, I thought it was so cool too that they, they were all so proud of like the people that they portrayed, even if, even if it was villainous. But one question that I wish they would have asked them is like, what do you like playing better? The hero or the villain? Because like in a way, like they, all of their characters at one point or another play hero at sometimes, and then they play villain at sometimes. Yeah. Like with Leslie Dean, her character, like when her daughter first starts showing powers, like if she was full villain, she would have told that Julian McMahon dude whose way before. Say. Yeah, whose name we don't know. Sorry, guys. And he's a dad of her. Yeah, but she would have told him way before if she was full villain, but like she's somewhat hero as well. So, like, she decides to protect her daughter. Yeah. So, like, I wonder what roles they like playing better. Like, if they would have rather just been like, yeah, let's, let's turn her in or well, whatever. Well, you saw the kid, like, to- towards, like, the mid-season they were working together. But then they started fighting amongst each other. Kind of like the Civil War. Because I feel like it was the same kind of era in the Marvel yeah. Universe. So, it was like a Civil War with the, in between the parents once they found out the kids know. And then it was a Civil War between the kids on if they should turn in their parents or not. One dude, I think it was Alex, wanted to turn them in. Yeah. And then the son um, of the... He's the he's one that makes the engineer. Um, he makes those Chase. gloves. Chase, there you go. I think he didn't want to. He didn't want to turn them in because he... Or yeah. something like that. Or he found out his dad was dying or something like that. So it was like a real Civil War, kind of like Iron Man and Captain America, but a really small... Yeah, and it's no just like in, inside teenage turmoil inside them all. And I think that what was cool for me, for the parents as well, is like, dude, what would you do if you found out your parents were sacrificing people? Dude, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, I guess it really depends at the point. Because I was like, oh my God, out. so they really were sacrificing people. I thought for some reason we were going to find out like all those people were fine and blah, 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 blah. But like, no, those people are dead and gone. Yeah, it seemed like. Cause... I'd be like, mom, you straight savage i'd be scared of now i would be scared of my parents i'm like fuck that i'm eating all my vegetables my room is staying clean from now on i'm not going inside that thing i guess like that's why i depend on who i was at when i found out because if i was one of those like one of those teens that yeah fuck everyone mom dad i got some kids you can sacrifice <laughs> but if I, let me bring you the list I, it really just depends on who i was <laughs> when so i found evil. out well okay, so obviously if you've we had know crazy you evil them. thoughts okay i feel like I'd probably be like, mm, I'll bring you people as long as you promise not to throw me in there. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you give me money and don't kill me. There's plenty of people to. I don't think to they're giving money. I don't think they're giving money. They're pretty much they you get to keep money. your life. They can give me money because I'm their son. But so that was a really interesting panel. I like that panel. Well, I can't remember what was right after that. Was that? Because Power Rangers was the next day. I know Jimmy Neutron and then Steven Universe, but we didn't watch the whole Steven Universe. So we saw Jimmy Neutron after, right? Or no? Did we see that on Saturday? Was that on So No, we only saw one thing on Sunday. I'm almost pretty sure. Because I feel like we did see Jimmy Neutron. Because we saw like four or five panels in a row before we went to the Marvel uh, little panel that we actually got to sit down for that one. That was the only panel, guys, that we got to sit down for. Everything else, we were freaking standing for. Oh, yeah, it was the Jimmy Neutron one. I just don't really have too many photos or anything. Because I was just, like, so, like, oh, my God, we're actually seeing, like, the characters of the Jimmy Neutron cast. Well, it's just nice for me. Because I used to watch that show when I was younger a lot. When they 
start doing their own voices again. So I got to kind of relive the old characters and stuff because that's what they kept doing, answering questions, but in their character's voice. And then they even, was it because a fan asked what would ha- who would win if it was uh, Dexter versus uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Neutron? Yeah, it was a fan that asked that. Because one of the main characters, the voice actors, um, she also does uh, the voice for Dexter's Laboratory, Dexter. So that's why they asked who would win if they were in a show. And uh, I think Dexter said, of course, he would win, whatever. And then Jimmy Neutron said that he would win, but then he ended up saying we should team up together and blah, blah, blah. So, like, and they then they were trying banner. to say that they wanted to take back, that they wanted to, like, come back with the show. Right? Yeah, because they said they have a pe- uh, petition online to sign. To start up the show again, and I was like, whoa, really? Yeah, because, I don't know, it seems like nowadays if you get enough signatures for something they'll more than likely Netflix do will it. bring it back so i'm <laughs> i hope they bring it back that'd be really cool that would be super if cool. it's on netflix and depending on who is directing in charge of it i think they'll maybe either make them a little older or not be as kid friendly anymore because they want to you think that they would gear it towards the their original audience the people from they, the 90s that grew up with because there's a there, well they were saying they were saying that it would be that they would probably be older like what, yeah. what would they be doing and what would they sound like i remember the characters went around saying what they think their characters would sound like grown up and what did, they would be doing didn't they say was it carl or sheen that was dating the mom because they said the mom and dad would end up getting divorced yeah they said jimmy's parents would end up getting divorced and then i think carl I think uh, it's Carl. Carl would work at a video store that wouldn't even exist anymore. I think they said that. Yeah, and he'd just be working there still anyways. But I do have a small clip that I can play for you guys of them saying their favorite characters' voices. So let me see. Let me get that for you. Just rip one off. I pee in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Shane. Especially the one who played Carl. He kept that voice and he was not saying kid friendly stuff the whole time. It wasn't like really bad, like really. It was just raunchy. Yeah, it was just comedy stuff that, like, oh shit, they wouldn't say that on Nickelodeon. No, their characters definitely would not be saying that on the show, but they were saying like some of the things that they got to get away with because what would they do at like the end of each recording session? 
where they would just be able to say whatever they wanted. Oh, yeah, they pretty much, I forgot what their session was called, but they said they would all just. It was like a free, free cast or something. Come in with a list of jokes and lines and just sit there and just bounce off each other. And if it was, if it sounded good enough, they would throw it in, they said. Something like that. That's just how they would brainstorm things sometimes. Yeah. But they said it would just get crazy. But the, the coolest thing, babe, you didn't tell them. Like, I know, like, maybe it's not the coolest thing in the world, but for us, it was cool. The voice actor for Jimmy Neutron, I swear, she looked over at you, right? She was looking right at you and waved at you. Because we were yeah. the only one sitting there. Well, we were standing right there to the right of them a little bit. I wish I would have got that on camera because I was just, like, looking at the panel. But I have been told that I have a very intense gaze. And then I was just, like, you know, watching Jimmy Neutron. And then we make eye contact. And I wasn't really prepared for it. And then, like, just waving at me. And I was, like... Uh, 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 and just like casually wave back like I don't really know what to do I'm so nervous no that's why it's just so interesting and so cool for us but overall that was cool and then that one wrapped and we were gonna wa uh, watch the panel for Steven Universe but they started talking about stuff from the show that we haven't seen yet cause so, I'm not all caught up so I was like oh my gosh we need to get the F out of here so we made it in time for that Marvel panel, and I, honestly, I really thought we didn't, we weren't gonna be able to sit in in it, cause the line, I don't know, maybe I'm exaggerating, but it felt like a mile long almost. But we got to sit down, luckily, and we got uh, pretty decent seats. And the whole panel, pretty much, was all the movies that were made up until Infinity War. They did like a battle off on who the fans would think was the favorite one overall. And the what came what it came down to, it was the very first the first Avenger, Captain America's first movie, uh, versus Iron Man, the original first Iron Man movie that started the whole thing. So it came between those two that was the champions. And then Iron Man ended up winning, which works for me because he started the whole franchise and I love the first Iron Man. So I'm not really going to complain about that. Even if Captain America First Avenger won, it was still a good movie. So kudos. The only movies that I wanted to win was Spider-Man Homecoming or Civil War because it had Spider-Man in it. But I'm not going to complain that the other two movies like were the, you know, face off in the end. Because either way, they're freaking great movies to me, at least. Yeah, I think which one do I think should have won? I was saying that Marvel, the first, like the first Avengers movie, that one, because that one set the platform for so many different ones. And then when they were trying to say that, um, which one was better than Thor Ragnarok? Was it Guardians 2? Yeah, or I think they were trying to say Guardians 2 was better than Thor Ragnarok in terms of like music and blah, blah. And I was like, what? Okay, if you guys would have been saying Guardians won up against Thor Ragnarok, okay, let's have a debate about that because those were that would have been a e that would have been equal. Yeah, that would have been Guardians. a good debate. But Guardians two versus Thor Ragnarok's uh movie soundtrack, I don't think so. I think really Thor Ragnarok should have won that one. Way more on par. And anytime set any for me at least, anytime anyone brings up Thor Ragnarok, the first thing I want to do is go. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking in my head, too. Yeah, no, and that's how you know the soundtrack was played well with the movie, and it was great because it fits well, and that's what you think about. You think about the song, and you think about the movie. That's good, good, good 
stuff. And I'm not going to disagree or completely <clears throat> agree because I love Thor, Ragnac- c- c- Thor Ragnarok because of the, mo- mm-hmm. the the soundtrack. The Planet Hulk, him and Hulk find each other, all the different characters, the two funny characters we got to see. The melting stick. Dude, like, it was just... <laughs> Why did you bring me the melting stick? Like, it was funny. Like, I loved it. And then Guardians of the Galaxy, just like you said for Avengers, the first Avengers, it was pretty much that, but now... It's starting the whole universe now, mm-hmm. the, the the universal side of it. So that's why, like, I love them all. So that's why I just like, oh, I don't care who wins as long as it's Spider Man. But either way, like, I love them all. It was just so good. It was yeah. so hard for me to really sit there and be like, that one's better, that one's better, that one's better. And something else that I just really didn't like about that was that I felt everything was so rushed. I don't like it. Yeah, I think they that's just everything. because for me personally. I hate being rushed. I don't like feel yeah. the feeling of being rushed. And I don't really enjoy things when I feel like they're like, okay, well, we got to keep going. Okay, well, we got to keep moving. I'm like, no, 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 no. You said you wanted to have a debate. And I hope that you're ready for my 30-minute long explanation <laughs> of why we should not be talking about Guardians 2 and Thor Ragnarok and why we should be talking about Guardians 1 and Thor Ragnarok. And then we're going to have a separate 30-minute conversation about each of those movies and the soundtrack and then we will be able to decide which one moves on to the next bracket. Come on. Five minutes isn't like they weren't even giving five minutes. They were giving you 30 seconds yeah. to explain why. And you're like, I, See, you can't explain greatness in 30 God, seconds. No. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even raise my hand because like I said, I'm t- keeping my questions to myself. And I, <laughs> I think that was like the last panel for the day, right? Yeah. Because then leaving to go eat because... We'd rather get Uber. Well, no, we walked to McDonald's. Or that, was it? No, that, that was... Jack in the Box? Jack in the Box. So we walked there, and then we went back to the hotel. We got an Uber, ate our food, took a little was it, nap. A nap, and kind of recovered since we are standing all day. We had to recharge. Day. We had to dab it out and recharge. And then we went back, and we just kind of looked around at different booths. Bought a little stuff here and there, but it was kind of towards the end of the night, so there wasn't much to do. That was when I found my favorite booth, though, the Human Tree Robot. Oh, the I like artwork. you the, t- the tank tops, too. That's, oh, yeah, I did find the tank tops that I night, too, on the, Saturday night. You bought those but nice the sh- magnets and the art. Yes. Sunday was when I went back for the art because I was like, I have to have it. But pretty much the artist is from Colorado. I can't remember his name right now. But it's called Human Tree Robot is his art <clears throat> on Instagram. You can find it. I think he actually doesn't have Instagram. He had a website. But it was so beautiful. He uses like dystopian worldviews and machine cogs and trees and just like solidarity in his artwork. And it just looks so beautiful with the different colors and pastels that he uses to make the sky look like purple blue with like a bright green tree in the middle well i blue love grass. That, that tree you guys a tree that, a yeah tree that was the one that right? i ended up going back and that buying. was really nice and the magnets yeah but, and there was, was all also gears together yeah there was also a sunflower that looked really like a gear cog and so that one was the one that I bought as well. And then it had like little gear cogs floating off of it as the pollen. Yeah. So that one was really cool. I really liked his art. It's just something that you can get high to and just like stare at and get lost in the colors. And like, whew, I love looking at that art. Yeah, no, it, 
I'm glad you got those because they look really cool. They just, they just really are. And we need magnets and we get to see really nice magnets because, like, the gear. And I don't know, like you said, it's that dystopia feeling, but it makes it look, quote unquote, like maybe I sound very beautiful and yeah. nice. Like, even though it's just gears, you're like, it's gears. But I don't know, the way they're set and he has them painted on there with his background, it's really cool. No, it looks really cool. And how much they look like flowers instead of gears, too. Yeah. Like, like they obviously look like gears, but they also look like sunflowers at the same time. It's so cool the way that he was able to kind of mash beautiful and machine together. Yeah. So that, like, it was cool to end that night on that. Because why not end on something really nice and kind of relaxing and breathtaking for you? Yep. And then we got the Flex Comics t shirts, too. I that, That was the second mystery bag that I got. So that was really cool. We got two Star Wars shirts. One is like says Swole Wars. And pretty much the Flex comics are based on a comic book of dudes that like to work out. Yeah. So they saw a bunch of like tank tops and they're all themed on like nerdy stuff. Like and nerdy don't mean, I'm not taking it in a bad way. Like nerdy is like. Oh yeah. I'm also like, wearing one right now. Like comics, video <laughs> games, movies, stuff that like they say nerds like quote unquote. But like that's what. That's what their theme is. So, like, she got a couple of tanks, like, a bunch of tank tops I on got the mystery five. thing. It came with, one, like, an Ant-Man one. The that, one that I'm wearing right now. I'm and it has a picture head. of Ant-Man, and it says, size matters. So, you know, like, in the weightlifting, <laughs> but also size matters in the yeah. men's department down there. So, it's just funny, because that's what buff dudes think about. And then I got two of the Swole Wars from the Star Wars one. And then I got... The Infinity Gauntlet. What does that one say? The Infinity Gauntlet. So it shows the Infinity Gauntlet in the middle, and it says Infinity Gains. Yeah, because he's holding a giant (laughs) uh, weight dumbbell. Yes. And then the last one that I got was my favorite one, which is Pickle Rick, but in his rat machine form. And then it it says Gym Rat, but then Rat is crossed out with a red line, and underneath it says Pickle. So now it's Gym Pickle. Yeah, no, I, I was That's my favorite that one. one out of that mystery bag because I love Rick and Morty. I love Pickle Rick. It's Pickle Rick! Yeah, dude, no, that episode was hilarious. I'm glad you ended up getting that one. I was so surprised, too, because I didn't. that wasn't even on display. Yeah, they only had so many shirts on the, on display. They didn't have the gauntlet on one on display, and they didn't have the Jim Pickle one on Nuh-uh. display. So that was really cool that I, I was like super surprised, but Flex Comics is definitely, and the shirt is really comfortable. I, like I it's love breathable. my shirt. It doesn't like buying. fit all tight to me. It's kind of loose and I like my shirts kind of looser. Cause I don't want them all on, on my panza. On Sunday when we went back, um, we pretty much used that day as our shopping day. Cause we only saw one panel, Yeah. which was the Power Rangers. We'll get to that right now. But the, we went back to the Flex Comics t-shirt because she really wanted to buy the Spongebob one. What is he he's lifting? The, what he shows in the... Wait, it's, the, it's from the episode where he's lifting the two stuffed animals on yeah. each side. So it's from that one. And then it says, I love pain. So she got that because it's like buy two, get the, the better price or whatever. I got a My it's Hero Academia blue tank top because I love that anime. And now if I wear it, for some reason, I'm going to feel like I'm strong, like All Might or something. I don't know. Sandra! <laughs> but yeah. So then, so we went to go see the panel. That was Power Rangers. And oh my God. That was such, that was like the most real panel of them Wrong. all. Where I was like, like no where I was like, shit. dude, they didn't tell me that they were serving up a nice, hot, fresh, and hot tea up in this bitch. 
So Tommy the, had all the tea. No, 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 that's Jason. So oh, Jason. It, it's because it's because what they did is who they brought. The original cast was the Black Ranger, the one in the black costume. Like I'm not being racist. Like he wore a black costume, and then the Red Ranger, and they had I don't know if it's a second generation the Yellow Ranger. And then they also had the guy who played, is it Zordon? The guy that's in, that's just his face, right? Is yeah, it that was just the face. And I can't remember who's the other person they brought. I really can't remember. It was a girl, another girl or no? It wasn't Kimberly Hart. No, it was, because Karen Ashley was a... Karen Ashley was, was a there. second generation. Walter Emanuel Jones was there. And he's a black ranger. And then Karen Ashley used to play the yellow ranger, but that was after... Um, Trini Kwan. So, like, first there was an Asian Yellow Ranger, and then came Karen afterwards. Yeah. So she replaced them after. And then she Austin the was the Yellow Red Ranger. Ranger. And then, I don't know who else. I can't remember the last person that was there. Was it just them? I don't feel like it was. I'm pretty sure there was one more, but the Austin, the guy who played Jason, he had no problem being raw and just truth bombs all day. Because he came out talking about how a lot of fans ask him how he felt over uh, the guy who played Tommy, the yeah, White Yeah, it was Ranger. just them. It was just them? It was just Walter Jones, Karen Ashley, David Fielding, and Austin St. John. Oh, okay, okay. So, okay, cool. So then, like, someone at, was at, uh Austin was just explaining that a lot of fans ask him, like, how does it make him feel knowing that uh, Tommy, the White Ranger, took over as leader and kind of... He, he, the Red Ranger was off the show and he had no problem saying, listen, everyone thinks that, but what really happened was I was deploying. That's yes, the only reason he why he took over. to serve our country. So like, I'll give him credit for that. I don't know the whole story, but yeah, he had no problem saying like, obviously he wasn't things popular, didn't that's why end well, but obviously things didn't end well because Austin St. John did make a comment on that panel saying that on the last day of filming, that he was the good guy about it and didn't take anything from yeah. the set, but then found out later on that so many other people did, so he was sour about that. But he also left the set flipping everybody off. Yeah, he said that he was doing that. He, he said, said he was I too love, busy he doing said, that before yeah. I grabbed anything. Yeah, he said, I was too busy flipping everybody off as I was leaving set to really grab anything. And I was like, whoa! So that's why like, it's really weird that... like. Did he really, like... Did he really just deploy, or did he feel like, you know, because he was a part of this, that... Like, I don't know, because obviously he's a, he said that he was proud to serve his country, but did he maybe think that they were going to hold his spot? I, have no, I don't know. I think maybe they were, but then they came back and they saw that Tommy jumped the ratings higher or something, so, like, we can't bring you back, it'll hurt our show. I honestly, I don't know, or maybe he's going to come back as a smaller role and he didn't want that. Something but yeah, like that, no but problems. obviously you could tell that things did not end on a good note when Austin St. John left that show. But also one of the other funniest parts of that panel that just oh made that God. panel, like, oh my goodness, they brought out a super fan. And like, my God, this this lady was a super fan. I have a Dude, little clip. She was like cracked out or something, Woo! I swear. Yeah, this girl was mighty morphed up, dude. So let me play you guys the clip. Of her meeting the cast members on stage. <laughs> right now she's taking magazines from Karen Ashley.
now kissing him on the side of the cheek. She's now taking like 17 magazines. <laughs> And she's hugging off from St. John again. No, like, this girl is crazy. If you go on Instagram, you'll see uh, the videos of her. But, like, when she first came out, because they, they introduced, like, oh, one of our fans right here. So they said the number one fan. So they brought her out. And she, like, dove on the floor and was sliding and crawling like a zombie, screaming, Oh, my God! Like, I can't believe it! Was Dang, like I never like I've seen people with that much energy, but oh my god, I couldn't tell if this was scripted or if she was really that insane. I almost thought she was a twackhead and was like, oh my god, this twackhead has killed the real super fan. Cause she <laughs> like she wasn't talking normal. She just oh the whole time. I'm like, oh, he said we're gonna do it later. <laughs> like I get the excitement when you get to see someone you, you love, like a really you're a big fan of something. But like I said, I, I can't tell if it was a scripted or if that's truly how she feels. Kudos to her, I guess. I don't know. I'd be so embarrassed doing that, or if you do that. I would be so embarrassed <laughs> like, I don't know if you, you acted that way. I'd be like, I do not know that man. Do not know that dude. <laughs> nope. Don't come stand next to me after that bullshit. But pretty much after the Power Rangers, we were tired number one yeah from all, from all the walking and the standing and the only one panel that we got to sit at so we decided to call it a call it a day we're done we're done with comic-con comic-con was so great but yeah, it was time it was just, to call it quits we just bought some stuff again like, yeah and there weren't really any more panels that we wanted to see and i just really wasn't down to keep standing on nah, like that because we wanted to go to the smoke shop <laughs> yep so we ended up going to medmen la and that was super cool because we went that was one of my first times going to a legal shop at least in la i have been like to a some legit in santa legal Anna. shop yeah. yeah i have been to some in santa Ana, but the one in la was really cool but it was so confusing how you order we went to the front desk and they're like, okay, so we're going to make you a little profile and something. something like that. So and they made us a profile at the that. front desk. And then he's like, and when you're ready to order, you go to the counter. So then we went to the counter to order after we got our goodies. And then they were like, oh no, like you're supposed to just like find someone on the floor and tell them what you want. And I was like, well, how come no one on the floor said what you want? They didn't come up to me and say, hey, what you want? Hey, what no, you looking I, at? Yeah, hey, what's I, looking good? Like, they didn't They didn't seem like they were being, like, really salesy people. And maybe they're just trying not to shove the product down our throat or something. But they weren't like, hey, my name is Crystal. And, like, when you're ready to place your order, look for me and I'll help you out. Yeah. No. You know what I mean? I, I like my clinics here that I go to. I'm not going to say their names. I'm just happy with them. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so we did stop by MedMen LA. The taxes in L.A. are ridiculous because I do pay taxes for the shops that we go to in Santa Ana, but I don't pay nearly as much tax as you do in L.A. Holy fuck. I was like hightailing it the hell back home. But Bloom is only really available at MedMen L.A., so I probably will be making the trek back up there (laughs) just for Bloom. I'm going to buy in bulk. I'm going to be like, I ain't coming back here for like two months. Stock me up. Oh, (laughs) jeez. But Bloom is just so great because they actually haven't had it available for like the last six months. So they've just recently rebranded and come back out. And what was going on is that their cartridges were tasting really butane And yeah, that was a like constant complaint. 
And then also another thing is that the wick would burn out so quickly inside, like the coil and the wick, that it would just make the wax taste horrible. And they would break a lot too, the cartridges. So they completely have rebranded. It's no longer the plastic little cartridges with the plastic on top. It's actually a ceramic. It's actually a ceramic tip now. And it's inside a glass tube. It holds much better. It melts much better. It you don't even taste any butane at all. It's like when I used to get the bloom drop, which was a syringe. And that was the only way that I was avoiding the butane taste was yeah, by getting the drop. But now that cartridge actually tastes exactly like the drop. So that was amazing. I was like, yeah, I'll be coming back to LA for this For that, it's worth the price yeah. of that one. Yeah, yeah, if it would have been like the old bloom butane I'd have been like, oh, yeah, your girl's not no, making the trek you. ever again. But for this new bloom, woo your girl's <laughs> making the trip. I'm going to, like, choose, like, an early time in the morning to do it on, like, a Saturday. Like, be be there right when they open and come back really quick. But that's how I'm going to do it. <laughs> so I think on that, on that high of a note, guys, we should kind of wrap it up. I want you guys to keep flying and defying. And until next time, peace. Later, everybody.